Welcome to the Fear and Greed Daily Interview. I'm Sean Aylmer. Just two years ago, the outlook for the tourism industry was pretty grim. It's incredible to see just how well the sector's bounced back. But just how different is it from the sector pre-pandemic? How many operators came out the other side? David Anderson is the co-founder and CEO of Big Red Group, the parent company of brands like Red Balloon and Adrenaline. David, welcome to Fear and Greed. Thank you for having me, Sean. So how'd you do it? How did you get through COVID? (laughs) Um, Look, there was a moment in March 2020 where we had about 300 and something dollars worth of revenue for the day. And uh, I must confess, I was wondering about making payroll. Mm. But, you know, interestingly, what we found was that the Australian consumers wanted to dream. And so we found the ability to, you know, sell a future mother-in-law's, you know, tea that they could achieve and they could go out and have at some point over the next five years. So I think, you know, we found a way to continue to engage the consumer and have them dream about coming out and doing experiences again. And that was the fundamental saviour, I think, for our business at that point in time. Okay. So just actually, I should probably take a step back. For those who don't know either Red Balloon or Adrenaline, you are, well, in experience, you sell experiences. Is that the best way to describe you? We do. I think, you know, imagine you want to go and uh, swim with dolphins in Sacramento Bay, or you want to sail in a hot air balloon over the Hunter Valley, or you want to swim with sharks in Adelaide, or you want to race V8 cars or Maseratis at the weekend. You know, we enable all of that. And so we represent a, an enormous industry. We have about 3,000 suppliers who seek to shift the way you experience life and give you that opportunity. Have experience, I mean, I remember Red Balloon in its very early days and, you know, you you have been great marketers of the product, but it seems to me experiences weren't a thing 20 years ago or 15 years ago, or maybe they were, but just not well known. But this whole new genre seems to have developed over the last 15 years or so, whereby now experiences are such a, you know, a a great present to give or just a great thing to do, which I just, is that right? I mean, is this a whole new genre over the last 15 years? Well, I think it's growing enormously. You know, obviously, I believe in the big wave of uh, stories over stuff. And I think it is actually a relatively small percentage of a gifting spend today. It's actually only about 5% of the gifting wallet uh, and experience. One of the big jobs we have, of course, is to increase that as a percentage of total spend and have people give up Tonka toys and, uh, you know, physical stuff in return for experiences. But that said, the experience industry is growing at about 15 to 16% a year. It's about a $1.5 billion marketplace in Australia today. And, you know, we do see continually, and particularly amongst the younger generation, a pursuit of, you know, stories over stuff. Yeah. Okay. So what's the industry look like today compared to pre-pandemic? Is it a whole new network of tour and experience operators? Did most of them make it through? Where are we at? Most of them made it through, but bear in mind that 80% of our suppliers employ five people or less. So they're very small, typically family-run businesses. And they do it because they they pursue their craft. You know, it's a passion that they're following. And so for many, it was a very difficult time. But you can be very lean as a small family business and find a way through. And many of them have done that. And I think on the far side... We are in quite a different place. You know, inbound tourism hasn't returned yet fully. It's about 60% of pre-pandemic levels. Um, China's actually only about 25% of pre-pandemic levels, which used to be a huge part of the inbound tourism market for us. 
Whereas Australian outbound is actually about 80% of pre-pandemic levels. And so there are more Australians leaving than there are tourists coming in right now compared to pre-pandemic. And so I think, you know, what just, what they see in that, of course, is some volume challenges for themselves. On top of that, you know, they are facing some existential challenges around their cost base. Fuel is 40% more expensive than it was pre-COVID. Uh, access to staff is extremely challenging. And so they are in a different place post-COVID, albeit, you know, you typically find your small tour operator to be an incredibly optimistic individual. And so they look forward and very positively, but it is a challenging environment for them to operate in. Stay with me, David. We'll be back in a minute. My guest this morning is David Anderson, co-founder and CEO of Big Red Group. I'm just interested, how do you coordinate the thousands of suppliers you have? Well, first of all, we are, I mean, there are probably about 40,000 people that will be in the space or small businesses in this space in Australia and New Zealand. So we we only have about 10% of those guys and we take, you know, the best of the best. We we consider ourselves to be a curator of the experiences Mm -hmm. and we do that so that our guests and our consumers can feel really confident and have a lot of trust in our brand and what we deliver. To be a member of our marketplace, you know, there's probably a 12-point process to step through in terms of uh, GST register, you know, anti-slavery, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's yep. a whole point of process that we step through to ensure that the product that we're, that we're going to represent is fit for purpose. But we do an extremely good job of supporting the cash flows of those operators. And so if people book to go on experiences through our, our network, then the operator is paid typically on the day or, or, or in the week that the, that the customer turns up. We offer a, you know, a significant amount of infrastructure support to help them improve the quality of their products. And most of all, what we try and do is deliver them customers. Right? And so yep. what we find, of course, if you're a, and I, and I always talk about the narrow bean paddleboarder, but if you think about a, a small operator, you know, typically he's trying to figure out how to win customers online. We're a very, you know, very different type of animal we're a, you know, a very large spender of performance spend with Google and so on. And so we're typically fishing in different ponds to the small operator. And so we can offer them adjacent and incremental customers over what they might find themselves. Okay. So who is the typical customer or is there no such thing as a typical customer of one of, you know, Red Balloon or Adrenaline? I think about brands as the jobs they're hired to do. And so Red Balloon is very much a gifting brand. Whereas adrenaline, much more about adventure and outdoor and for myself and getting out there and enjoying Australia and what it has to offer. Our Experience Oz brand is a travel brand. And so I'm going to the Gold Coast for the weekend and I want to get my theme park tickets and so on and so forth. And so, you know, what we have is a very wide range of brands. On top of that, we also wholesale our inventory through third party audiences like all the auto clubs in Australia or the airlines or indeed for international online travel agents, for their guests coming into Australia, we wholesale our, our inventory as well. And today, I think we're probably, we are the largest wholesaler inventory into an ANZ of experiences in the world. And so I think we have a really broad range of people that would use our products, whether they're buying for themselves or whether they're buying a gift. Okay, so what are the most popular experiences then? Look, you know, it changes a lot. Actually, at the moment, one of the fastest growing categories is, is little homes. And we're really proud of our yeah. relationship with Unyoked. It's a fantastic product and uh, in the opportunity to digitally detox uh, and be in a little home for the weekend is hugely popular alongside glamping and getting out there. Hard to get away from some of the traditional 
bucket list experiences like hot air ballooning and V8 car racing. But, you know, again, it really depends by brand. For example, again, in, in our local agent business, which does concierge ticketing through hotels across Australia, 60% of visitors to Cairns don't book something to do until they get to Cairns. They want to know what the wow. weather's going to be like. And so, you know, wow. at that point in time, they'll figure out what it is yeah. they're going to do and it's going to be pretty weather dependent. Yeah. So tell me, where is the Australian tourism sector up to now? We've been very much talking about the Big Red Group, but what about the industry as a whole right now? How's it going? As I said, I think they face quite existential issues. Uh, as a small business community, they don't have the same access as, say, the airlines or the, or the hotel industry. And so, you know, they're quite challenged around staffing. They're quite challenged around inbound demand returning. Interestingly, domestic travel spend is up 25% since pre-COVID. So, you know, domestic audience are out there traveling and experiencing Australia, but international tourism is yet to return back. And that is creating a, a hole for them. And when you combine that with some of the, you know, indexing costs to run their business, then, then they're in a pretty challenging spot. David, before you go, what's the best experience you've had? Uh, well, you know, experiences, in my view, are, are best shared. And, and often it's about the carpenter behind the chair, the people you meet. You know, this, yeah. this last weekend I took, took my oldest son driving Lamborghinis, um, <laughs> which, which, he, which he absolutely loved. I mean, he would say, you know, it wasn't that fast, Dad. But um, to share that moment with your oldest son's great. And my youngest son, I think, I think when I went dolphin swimming off uh, in Sacramento Bay uh, last year, was amazing again, mainly because it was a fifty-year-old business, third-generation family who could tell us everything there was to know about that experience, and the opportunity to be to be so close to wild dolphins was mind-bending for for my son. Yeah, David, thank you for talking to Fear and Greed. You're welcome. That was David Anderson, co-founder and chief executive officer of Big Red Group. This is the Fear and Greed Daily Interview. Join us every morning for the full episode of Fear and Greed, Australia's most popular business podcast. I'm Sean Aylmer. Enjoy your day.